continue listening to this weekend. Down to the final. A 70 point lead. <laughs> oh, man. Good job this weekend. Congratulations. Thank you. Answer it. Clapping back at people, huh? They, it was nice. You know. they, they give you guys a, one of those little plaques that they gave us that they give uh, at dog shows. So they gave they gave us some panorama on it. Oh yeah, look at this little tiny thing. So That's a good size plaque. Is it? Yeah, it's like this bigger thing. Oh, you don't have it with you? I think it's in the car. Ah, nonsense. You should have that thing on a spinner. Be real country. There you go. <laughs> no, you have four of them at least, right? Um. Yeah. 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 So you could probably make make twenty inch wheels and put them on there and just. Roll up to city just with them just spinning. Yeah. Like, God, I need one for the spare, fellas. I need one for the spare. Yeah, the school <laughs> hangs them up in the um, lobby of the of the um, gym. I thought you were gonna say they, they they built your wrestling room out of the state out of the plaques of city. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be great. <laughs> the walls, <laughs> the cornerstone of each wall. That'd be yeah. great. Anyhow, well, good job. New state rankings are out. You see yeah. them? Yeah. What'd you think? I thought uh, I don't know what happened at the southern section, so I didn't know what might have changed things. But I mm -hmm. thought uh, they were a little, uh, a lot of them were the same. And then I saw some shocking things that I was like, "Wow, I don't know why some people dropped out and some people jumped in." Uh, kind of seemed all over the place, but. Well, I know there was some high-ranked people, some noted people that didn't show up to their qualifier. Really? That was kind of a surprise. Um, there was some surprises, though, coming in. Like, leaving leaving the Southern Section Tournament, there was some surprises for sure. Um, probably, well, I, we can get to that in a little bit. We're kind of killing time today, ladies and gentlemen, because some of our guys, for some reason, forget that we have the podcast at 8.30. <laughs> And they're going to be late. Luckily, I got Jimmy, who's like clockwork. He uh, he knows we're doing it, so he always jumps on and does us a favor. Uh, Josh, I guess, probably is probably working because that's what he does all the time. And I think Ramirez is probably closing down his elote cart and just taking a little bit longer than he thought it would. So, But they'll be on a little bit. Um, so, yeah, so everybody had their qualifier. It appears that everybody's going the weights they were ranked at. I didn't see any differences, did you? No, not really. Yeah, so that happened. Um, the girls' southern section happened. City section. Everybody's state qualifiers happened. Um, probably one of the bigger stories, I think, of the southern section. And you can give me the big story on, on your end. Um, there was a lot of storylines coming out of southern section. Um, you had some people go down that were ranked pretty high. Um, some number ones that didn't get where they needed to get or where people thought they'd be. The one that was most notable to me was Amara Devericks going down in the semis to oh, the MLK was. girl. Yeah. Really? She went down to the MLK girl. Yeah. And it was a, it was a match for sure, but I was they, wondering why she dropped to seventh. Yeah. She, she dropped the match. So, uh, and then the MLK girl took second to guess who? Uh, America. America Lopez, number one sophomore. So she is really tough. Um, 
yeah, that's mostly like in the upper weights. I know like Heaven Heresmic number one, she took fourth. Um, you know, she's battling some stuff, but you know, still battled tough. I had a tough uh, third, fourth match. Um, so that was tough. Um, let me see. Well, I'll just kind of start going through them. One on ones in the finals. I'll go through the finals. I don't, I don't want to go through all the uh, the qualifiers. No disrespect, but we got a lot of things to get to today. Yeah. Uh, Sofia Martinez over uh, Brianna Gonzalez from Arroyo. Martinez is from Ayala. Um, I think she's a freshman too, the Arroyo girl. So um, one nothing. Oh, Good wow. match. Yeah, it was a it was a great match. Um, the again, guy in there. What's that? The royal girl, she's not. She's not in there. At this, in the rankings. Yeah, I don't know how that's. She's tough. She's tough. Um, again, I called it. I'll call it all year. Leah Gaitan over uh, Cassidy Doe, nine to two in the finals. Uh, she just was on everybody. Um, first match, fifty-seven seconds. Second match, forty-eight seconds. Third match, forty-nine seconds. What's that? One, two, three. I lost count in the middle of it. Fourth match, one hundred one. Uh, semifinal match against Norwalk, uh, 333, and then 9-2 in the finals versus Cassidy Doe. Doe had a pretty good tournament going up too. 150, 121, 459, 5-4 in the semis, and then went down 9-2. So, so Doe Barreto beat, ended did she beat No, Doe lost to guy 10. Yeah, Do, and then Doe beat, Doe beat uh, Barreto in OT, 5-4. So, that's yeah, I think he went right out. Yeah. Uh, Danny Garcia... Handling business, son. One thirteen in the finals. Thirty-four, or sorry, fourteen seconds in the semifinals against Rhea Prasad. Uh, a fifteen-zero tech fall. Um, an eighteen-second pin before that. Just hammering people. So don't get on your back with that girl. She'll hammer down on you. You'll be done. Um, let's see here. What happened with? Uh, um Medina and Martinez. Because uh, they moved in the rankings. Yeah. Hang on a second. So, um, Medina beat Martinez in the semis. 3-1. Uh, so, that was a tough match. And then Martinez came back for third. Beat uh, Rhea Passad for third and fourth. So, by default. Okay. Uh, yeah, so they went down there. Uh, Alisa Nigal beat Heaven Jerez in the semis uh, to make the finals against Monica Garcia. Monica Garcia is just the terror that she is. Um, she, these brackets are, seem big. I mean, 40 girls. Uh, first pin, 234. Second one, 127. Third match was against uh, Northview, 8-3. to three. Um then 512 a pin and then two, 347. And then like I said, Kubius made it through by pinning Jerez. She's just she's really tough on top. I mean, that's what it is. She's really tough on top. She got it on top and just put put a chicken wing on people. Uh Samantha Barragon taking care of business. High scoring finals match here against uh Cameron Sadal. Sadal came to play again. 14 to 12. Whoa. Yeah. Uh Barragon Barragon won. Uh, she had to take out uh, Chapman in the semis, 3-1. Berrigan uh, in the quarters, 5-43. Uh, round 3, 2-56. Round 2, 104. Had a bye first round. Um, 126. Um, 
Kelly Escamilla made the finals. Pin in, pin in 125, pin in 27 seconds, pin in 34 seconds, pin in 141, pin in 159 to make the finals over Samantha Snow um, of Los Al. On the other side of the bracket, you had Cindy Cepeda. That girl is jacked. Uh, yeah. Nile Jernigan's in pretty good shape. Cindy Zapata is jacked. Um, by first round, 24-second pin, 106, 140. Then she ran into Jernigan in the semis. Jernigan was on a tear herself, 359, 247, 7-3, and then got pinned by Zapata, 355. Uh, Zapata's super tough on top. She beats Kelly Escamilla in the final 6-1. So... Really tough match there. Uh, Jernigan wrestled back for third. Um, Cheyenne Bowman uh, beat Aliyah Yates in the finals from from Knight. Thank you, next. Let's see here. Anya Drury. Um, another one out of terror. 45, 40, 52, 14, 103 against uh, Corona Del Mar in the finals. Um, let's see here. Uh, Beaumont's uh, Bruciello, 146 in the finals, 10-0 in the semis, uh, 435, 41, 48 seconds, tearing it up against um, Sierra Rivera. So um, so she beat Rivera? Yeah, she beat Rivera in the finals by pin. Okay. Rivera's from Victor, Villa, Victor Valley. Yeah. Uh, 150. This was actually a pretty, like, I got to watch the semis on this one. Uh, Jasmine Segura from Tustin uh, pulled off the upset against uh, Camp. Camp was a number one, uh, eight to six in the semis. She met up with uh, Melanie Bacher. Melanie Bacher ended up winning 10 4. And uh, Camp uh, went down in the third, fourth place match against the uh, Eleanor Roosevelt girl, who's really tough on top. I was going to say, yeah, because Camp's not in the rankings anymore. Yeah. So she's out. Um, 160s, you had the one. Uh, Katya Osteen, attorney state champ. 52 seconds, 40 seconds, 125, 46, 45. And then she um, won, in the won in the finals over an injury default over Shamira Cooper from Cerritos. Um, 353, 17, 242, 40 seconds. And then there was an incident, and uh, Katya couldn't finish. So we wish her the best. Hope she's in good health. Um, the Shadow Hills girl wrestled back for third place on that route. Uh, 170, you had um, America Lopez versus um, Jessica Gutierrez. Like I said, Terrez took out uh, the undefeated Amara Devrix, who was just doing her thing as usual. 14 seconds, 26 seconds, 45 seconds, 51 seconds, and then fell to uh, MLK in 551, which I believe she was winning that match anyways to begin with. So it was kind of one of those things. It was I think Derrick's just letting it all fly out at that point. Um, and Mara came back and wrestled for third, as we probably all would have expected. She's a freaking hammer. Um, let's see here. That's 170, 189. You had uh, Etawanda going down against uh, Hedricks from Beaumont. Beaumont with a fall, uh, 4.36. One in the semis, 6.0. One in the quarters, 8.0. Pin. 
in 50, pinned in 117 before that. So, And at heavyweight, Sierra Adams Gregory from Lakewood, formerly of Milliken, formerly of Lakewood. Um, she ran through the tournament pretty good. 10-second pin, 11-second pin, 13-second pin, 46-second pin, 37-second pin, 14-second pin. So, if you don't know, she's pinning people. She pinned Sandimas in the finals uh, in Sierra Boyd. Boyd is on a terror of her own. Let's see here. She was looking at 452, 10 to 1, 440, 23 seconds, and then she ran to Gregory. So, um, Camacho wrestled back for third there. So, that's how those went down. Um, really, those are the main things that, I, that stuck out to me. Um, what about with you guys over at the LA City? Um, it was, I mean, pretty cut and dry. I mean, there was, um, besides some of the kids not being seated in the right spot, um, you know, San Fernando was pretty, pretty strong. Um, and in our city section, they dominated. They had 11 in the finals, and I think they qualified 13 to state, which mm. is a lot. That's a lot, but what did you guys get through? I think we have nine. They qualified with eight in the finals and one-third. We lost three-thirds that were pretty close and could have won another way maybe, and we didn't win them, but, you know. How do you have the lead you had with those numbers? Oh, well, we won the boys, and then we lost uh, the okay. girls. Lost the it girls. was kind of like the same thing. Like We were so far ahead on the boys. Um, yeah. And they were so far ahead on the girls. It really wasn't as intense as it normally is. Nah. Yeah, usually a burner between you guys. Yeah, you know, and um, at the city section level, they're pretty dominant. They're, they're girls that are, um, you know, not their better girls, are a lot tougher than our girls that are not our better girls. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they definitely um, dominated at the city section. So kind of it's a hard thing but you know you just gotta try to win the next one because that's the one that matters right yeah people forget what happened in city real quick with you yeah yeah throw in a, oh look at that ring <laughs> the one you had that's the one you've been chasing for a while huh yeah yeah that's the one everybody got, wants right got you all schmiegel my precious <laughs> no um but any any matches stick out to you any any uh questionable things, stuff like that. We're going to get over some of the questionable stuff that happened at ours. Um, there, there was, like, I, uh, you know, the 116 match, there was a question about the time. Um, they didn't run off the time, and then they gave a takedown at the last second and cost, it basically determined the match. So that was frustrating. What do you mean, what do you mean they didn't run off the time? What, what happened so there? What happened was there was 28 seconds left in the match, and mm-hmm. uh, they blew the whistle. And, you know, we started our timer on the iPad and then the clock never started. And we, we yelled, you know, the clock, the clock. And then I jumped up out of my seat and was yelling and pointing at the clock. They didn't start the clock. And then the assistant referee said, yeah, run it off, run it off. And then they started the clock, but they were like five, six seconds behind the whole time. And we're yelling out. The so they didn't stop time. the match. They, they didn't stop the match. They never stopped the match. And we were up by one with like, you know, 28 seconds left. 
So, you know, we clearly wanted the time to click off. And yeah. uh, <clears throat> with 15 seconds left, they called us for stalling um, and gave the girl a point. So tied it up. And then she took a shot with five seconds on the actual clock, not the real clock. And they gave her a takedown at the buzzer. And uh, we were like, time was out. And we've been yelling since it started, you know, that the time was off. And then he asked the other judge, and he said it was it was fine. And then I asked them if they would ask the table workers um, if they didn't start the clock on time because they would know, um, but they refused to ask them. And then this, I asked the assistant referee, whose job is to watch the clock, um, you know, if he noticed that I jumped up out of my seat and was screaming that the clock didn't start. And yeah. he said, no, I saw... And I told them to run it off. So they ran the time off the clock. And I said, how is that possible if they never stopped the match? You can't run yeah. off the clock while the clock is running. No. Yeah. They didn't make any sense <laughs> to me. And yeah. they, they just kind of weren't going to change their mind. And unfortunately, and it, you know, we would have went to overtime. It, and Yeah. Uh, we had a similar incident in Southern Section. So I'm in a match with somebody. And... They're they're gonna call the pin, and the buzzer goes off, yeah. and then the kid says the kid says the kid says time first, and then the buzzer goes off, and I look oh, at the kid I look at the kid and he's wearing AirPods. No way. <laughs> no. He's wearing AirPods, and I said the ref I said ref, um, I think he he called it early, and he goes no 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 he said it was zero. I go, I'm not gonna debate your call. But can you ask the table workers because he's wearing earpods and he was still wearing them when I pointed to him. Well, he's currently wearing earpods. Like he didn't put them in when he sat down. He had the earpods in as he was going calling time, and he was like, "No." And I go, "He's he's still wearing the earpods right now. Like you can't tell me he heard the buzzer after he like before he touched you because he's wearing earpods, yeah. and he he refused. He refused. Absolutely refused. Like he just would not." Would not get on board. So yeah, it's hard to, because you're like, you know, I, I'm like, I want, why can't they ask them? You know, like, like, why can't we be like, let's find out for sure. Maybe the kid's going to be like, no, um, you know, nothing was different, but at least let's try to get what really happened, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it goes both I, ways, though. Okay. So, Josh, you're on. So let's really get into the Southern section stuff. All right. Yeah. No. Okay, so. Real quick, let me before we even get to the southern section, Jimmy, you got your guys' masters at the same place, boys and girls. Or yeah, no? correct. Okay, so I decided after girls' masters, when I was done, I went to boys' masters. We had two, three in the finals, um, boys. So I figured I'd roll over there and just watch them. Um, I understand we're completely volunteers, you know. Kudos to Roosevelt. They have a bunch of kids helping out, volunteering to yeah. come do that. Boys Masters had 100% adults running the score clock, which can be good and can be bad. You know, I will give you that. They're not as technologically advanced as probably kids are. Um, but they're less likely to get and, and referees. Hold on. They're really like, I don't know what the class of A, B, C, D, like A being the best. They were like the B and C referees were actually doing the time and the clock and the towels and all that good stuff. So you had kind of more responsible. There was yeah. some good, there was some 
better refs working the tables at boys masters <laughs> than there were refs refing at girls masters. I just want to wow. put the yeah. side hey, note out hey, there real hey, quick. Hey, first of all, don't call it masters. So uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. People get so pissed. They get so pissed about that, dude. Yeah, it's I know. The pissiest thing. Here, here's so my funny. question: What qualifies you to go to state? Masters. Okay, Masters. thanks. End of story. End of story. Thank you, next. Right. Thanks, Thank next. you, next. We That'll be our playoffs. Nolf, next topic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Nickel, girls, girls, Masters. Where do, where do you want to start with? Do you want to start with the? Dude, uh, let's start with the first parents? Parents? No, no. Oh, oh, yeah. Let's go let's there start with first. Pissed off parents. Okay. Let's start with that. Okay. First of all, CIF decides. Side section decides. Oh, we're gonna add an extra 140 kids or whatever it was, like some ridiculous number, to the tournament and not account for the fact that there's no room for the size that you said you were going to have to begin with. Yeah. So you have a line of parents. Like, I'm not talking like 10 parents. I'm talking like... 150 people standing out there. They stopped selling tickets. While they're they standing in line, they, they literally were letting parents come in to see their kid wrestle and then ushering them back out. Like you yeah. had to know when your kid was going to wrestle because they had nothing. Dude, let me show you the picture I took. It was insane. Oh, not I that. I think picture. I saw that picture of the line outside. No, no, no. Oh yeah. That's a, let's see here. So it was insane. I, I was like, wow. Like that was, if I was a parent, dude, I would be. It, it looked very similar to Ramos's family in the caravan that was coming up. <laughs> that's my that's that was my niece's quinceanera. Look at this thing, dude. Can you guys see that? That's wow. the line yep. after the tournament began. Tournament's already running. Wow. Okay, like that's that's legit. Okay, the inside on day one, and this was already when the tournament is already being cleared. It's being cleared. To, to, so they can start the tournament. So the girls are already moving out. Look at the stands. Oh boy! Yeah, That's you couldn't boring. you couldn't warm up like without blowing a knee out. Like it was impossible. Yeah, there was seven mats, and the uh, for I I don't know how many actual participants. I guess we could do their quick math, but um, five hundred and sixty okay. participants. Yeah, five hundred and sixty participants. That's ridiculous. Okay, but hey, but hey. Roosevelt did an amazing job at getting us done early, except for that raffle killed it. But aside from that, they killed that tournament. They did a great job of just running it. They had Tom Zach's son running TMI, which I really wish they wouldn't do that. Cause I think when I talked to Miss Catiline, coach Catiline, she said they specifically requested the lady who runs TMI and she was supposed to be there and they yanked her. But she was at she was at Boys Masters backing up track, backing up, nice. backing up track. Yeah. So, so thanks again, TMI. I I know you're friends with them, Josh, but they screw girls tournaments over every time, dude. It never fails. It well, just, here's it, here's the to to TMI's defense. First of all, I think it should be on track, and mm -hmm. they. TMI would probably like it if it was on track too. Just being out there. <laughs> um, no, they would. I mean, yeah, for yeah. them, it's, for them, it's huge. Yeah, they're it's not making much. They're, they're not making yeah. much money at all. They're paying these people to go, whatever. Yeah. But to figure out how to get those extra seventh and eighth placers in the bracket and not resort it, uh -huh. Blake had to like 
write a little formula for the program because it's Excel based in order yeah. to get them all in there so that when he did enter them, it didn't automatically resort them because it started doing that. And it would like resort, it would take all the seeds and leave them the same, but then resort the sec the divisions. They're trying to keep them away, like one and two. So I know there was some people a little bit upset that like the same, like Canyon Springs had to wrestle Paloma Valley at the same time or something because of the way this, they were both seventh and eighth placers were, I don't know, whatever, but yeah, a track wouldn't have probably been able to do that to allow those in like that. Yeah. Last minute. Yeah. So yeah. So that's number one. That was terrible. It was a nightmare for parking. It was, they did. They did. Hold on. They did. Un My wife got a ticket last year, parking across the street, but this year they did work with the police department and cover all the no parking signs and allow people to park across the street. But it was still a, you know, yeah. half a mile plus walk. Yeah, it was bad. And, and so that was terrible. Um, the refereeing wasn't too bad. Um, meaning I didn't get yelled at. So <laughs> I happy with that. I didn't get warned ahead of time. Uh, I did like that they cleared me as a coach at the coaches' meeting, so we were good there. Um, so there, that stuff got out of the way. Um, I did. I did like the fact that we had two referees during the blood rounds. Yes, like that was a good idea. Like whoever somebody in the meeting was arguing, yelling about it, I was in the back, but that was a good idea. Yeah, so that was good. Um, I heard a rumor. It was strictly a rumor, but. Um, they, this is just a rumor, just hearsay, okay, that they might be moving the girls with the boys next year. Did right, you hear same that? Same rumor. Same rumor. Three days. Three days. Master. Three days. Two weeks in a row, guys. At LA yeah, City, guys, how you feel about that? Three days for your masters or your state qualifier or whatever you want to call it. And three days for your state tournament. So in two weeks, your girls, your kids miss four days of school. Yeah. Yeah. And while the central section is getting smarter and moving it to Thursday to get an extra day of recovery, mm -hmm. we decided to add a pile on another day in the southern section because, you know, we want it to be convenient for somebody. I don't know who, but. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I heard. I'm like, wow. Okay. I'm not sure. Not sure how I feel about that one. And they want to go two days for CIF qualifier, whatever they're going to call it, the week before that. So you're going to go two, three, three. So another day of school missing? Wow. Yeah. So you get two weeks of school in a matter of three weeks. That's pretty good. That's LA City math, if you ask me. Um, <laughs> not charter, though, Jimmy. Not charter um, math. Yeah. Mm, charter math. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We can see you, brother. Let's see here. Um, we had a venue change as well. What happened there? College. Um, How was that? Was a, I saw they were doing buses and stuff there. It was an interesting setup. I, I didn't think it was very. Uh, the problem with it was is there wasn't enough seating, and I understand the logic was that we've never sold more tickets than we had seats for. But the problem was the solution to the limited seating was to force the kids to sit upstairs along the track that mm -hmm. ran around the the gym the indoor track yeah yeah so they forced the kids to sit up there so all the wrestlers 
were up on the railing above, which it was hard to hear. They couldn't really hear the announcements very well up there. And the big problem that I kept getting complaints about was that the kids are inviting parents and friends to come watch them wrestle, and then they couldn't see them. They weren't allowed to go sit with them, mingle with them. They had to go, like, outside to go talk to their family. And I was like, that's kind of rough that you can't. And you got hours of just sitting around doing nothing and waiting for your next match, and you can't hang out with your parents who came here to watch you. Oh, we had to go outside just to get a breath of fresh air. Cause... <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was nothing, dude. There was nothing. Like, it was it was crazy. Like, people weren't leaving the stands because they knew they weren't going to get a seat back. No, oh, wow. They knew it. They knew it. They're like, I'm not going to get a seat. Like, it's not going to happen. So, I didn't see my, my, my parents. And we have great parents, dude. Their kids weren't there or their kids were knocked out. They stayed the whole time. But I didn't see them the entire time. I didn't get a chance to go sit down because I was like, my lord, I was running around all day talking nonsense. Um, I don't know how I feel about the seating thing, though, for our section. Our seating thing was ridiculous. It was, we had a girl who had a win over the third third seed girl and head-to-head, and they're like, decisions are final. We're not changing anything. Yeah, there was like seven that I can think of and he- seeing on the forum or hearing that there was like seven or eight head-to-heads that they just said, too bad we're not acknowledging it. Wow. And they had the brackets for the tournament. You know, so, so I know they. I, I know they spent four hours, whatever plus, doing it. But boo who um, they give yeah. me that line every year, like one of us took forever. Listen, okay, you guys know this crap every year, and we get the same excuse every time. Oh, it takes so long. Duh. Why don't you guys do it over a period of days then? Do a couple hours on Wednesday, a couple hours on Thursday, like whatever the week before, whatever. So they got to get to Saturday. So. Couple hours on Sunday, a couple hours on Monday, a couple hours on Tuesday. Boom. Publish on Tuesday night, you're good to go. You know, it would but, be it'd be interesting to see how many seeds didn't go. Mm-hmm. You know, at all, didn't qualify. Yeah. Um I'd be curious. I know there was quite a few, but um yeah. and, and I don't know. It and is I guess is. what? And guess what? My girl who had the win over the three seed took third. First year wrestler. She just came through. Beat the three, the the three, four, and five ranked girls to, to get to her third place. It's like good job, kid. Good thing she's a first year wrestler. Doesn't know anything about rankings. I love kids that are just naive. Let's see. So that was kind of annoying, you know. Our decisions are final. Well, I I shouldn't say that because that's what Bowers posted. Final decision. I was like, okay. Saw another thing too. Want to hear an interesting story? He's gonna get mad. I know he is. But I was kind of like, why are you involved? So I'm watching, and I'm not calling any kids out. I'm not calling any coaches out. This is just something I observed as the matches were going on. So um, criteria on a mat return. Okay. Oh, I watched the same match. Was it to make a lot of girl? Oh, you. Oh, okay, was, so what does me? No, okay. I, I was there. I was standing how, mat side. How was that mat return? That was five. <laughs> I Which maybe one? would have called it four, but it was five. Which one? The second one, for sure. <laughs> okay. The first so one was like, the first one was maybe a three with a lift. You might have got a lift. Yeah. But okay. the second one was five. Yeah. Okay. High arc, Jimmy. That's what we're, And you being a Greco, Jimmy, you being a Greco guy, 
Yeah. You would get, look, these, dude. Hey, let's get a hold of this girl. She needs to be on national team. Yeah, she's yeah. be on national team right off the bat. <laughs> yeah, right off the bat. She's. Say, well, they don't give you a lift point anymore, Josh. That was a long time ago. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm a fossil. Um, so, uh, so, uh, so she, she takes the elbow girl up, boom, puts her down, right? And I'm like, ooh, that's kind of rough. Whatever, no big deal. No, wait, no, no, not whatever big deal. The coaches the were going criteria? crazy. The I coaches were the Elmo coaches were going nuts. Elmo coaches were going nuts. So I gotta I gotta look it up. But she was not returning her vaccine. The criteria, no, the criteria is safely return to the mat. It has nothing to do with a knee first. It it has nothing to do with anything. It's safely returning the wrestler to the mat. So to me, what does that mean? Because I seen someone get called an illegal slam. They picked a kid up in a double, landed him on their butt really hard. But they popped right back up like they were fine. I'm like, they came down safe. Their oh, we're we're getting we're getting to the pop back up like they were fine section. Hold on, Jimmy. Yeah. Right. So she, whatever they wrestle, the coaches are going crazy. She fives her this time. I'm talking hips, are dude, like USA Wrestling logo, like. And these really? are bigger. These are bigger girls, like these 40 are ish, pounds. 43 yeah. something like that. One fifties. They're fifties. Just. Uh, arch and boom WWE style boom they finally hit her right and I'm looking like dude if that's my kid mm -mm, I'm not putting her out there again you're out of your mind you just dumped that girl twice oh and did you see the cross faces yeah tell me where those cross faces came from right field <laughs> <laughs> that girl was Yasiel Puig just and she got actually she lost two penalty points two okay so i'm not sending my girl back out there right <laughs> so this, is, this is probably where we agree to disagree but go ahead you tell your side <laughs> elmo, elmo's like sit down right and i'm like good job sit down you know and then she sits down for a second Guess who comes running in and gets involved? Josh? Well, Bowers. Bowers was standing right there next to her you dad. You can't do that. You can't do that. If she if she takes a knee, she's out of the tournament. So the elbow guys. And now, now Jimmy, let me ask you this. If this girl sat on an illegal slam, is she out of the tournament if she defaults out? Okay. Uh, but no, she only loses that match. Okay. Oh, Oh, no, no. We were talking about the girl that would the take victim. the win. The victim. Yeah. If the victim uh, is hurt and can't continue, technically they just have the injury time to be able to continue. So now if they're saying they have a concussion, yeah, then they got to go concussion protocol. But if it's yeah. just an injury, they can go see the trainer and come back and wrestle. It's okay. not. Yeah. But according to the Elmo coach, who I talked to, <laughs> says Bowers came up to him and told him, if you do that, your girl's out of the tournament. The referees listen to Bowers and tell him, that's right. She's out of the tournament if you default out. Okay. What do you do? Are you, okay, let me tell you my sad story because I was standing there the whole match in awe okay. of, her, of her back arch. Technique? Um, <laughs> yeah. Technique. <laughs> but, so here's the thing. She slammed her. The, re the coaches went crazy. The girl popped right back up, was hopping around, shaking it off a little bit, okay? Hopping up, blah, blah, blah. The coaches come over to the 
thing to argue with the ref about that. Like, you need to protect these girls, blah, blah, blah. And then the Temecula coach goes to the head table, too. The girls are both, like, standing in the middle, like, hopping around, ready to go. Then the coaches come, the Elmo coaches come back to the side. They bring the girl over, and they push her down, saying, you need to go, you need to get down, and you're hurt. So to me, that's wrong. Like that should be unsportsmanlike like on the coach, whatever. Like, <laughs> hey, it wasn't if even the referees. Close. If, if the referees don't do their job, it's your job as the coach to protect your athlete. Okay. So, but if, right, that, but that, if that's, that's what if, I would say. If they're able to continue, you should continue wrestling. Hey, if you're not going to protect your kid and she's gotten slammed twice and crossface from right field. But and the cross face came after. The cross after. face came at the last two seconds of the match. Jimmy, what do you think? What what say you? I mean, I, I think if they're not hurt, they should wrestle. But then again, I do understand what he's saying about, you know, wanting your kid to wrestle. You don't want to qualify her. You don't want to see him get knocked out of the tournament because someone drilled them on their head. But, you know, I think, you know, if they're if they're fine, I mean, like, I don't think the ref should call that illegal if they clearly weren't hurt. Now, I think if you land on your shoulder or your head, I think they should call that illegal slam. But I, I thought it was you had to, you know, you're in charge of guiding them safely. And if they hit their head or their shoulder like really intensely, that would be an illegal slam. No, there was nothing, there was nothing butt. guided <laughs> safely in the, in the return. I will say <laughs> right. that. But that girl literally, she had to pull herself up from the core of the earth and like get back up to the mat, dude. That's how. Planet well, she was the other. The other dude. thing is that somebody a little more seasoned wouldn't have landed the same way she would. They would have landed kind of in a a prone position, not a skydiving position. Yeah, you know. I, I mean, how, how many of us, how many of us have fallen off a ladder at that height? I mean, come on, dude. <laughs> like, oh shit. <laughs> but I've been at the city tournament where I saw a wrestler move a hand and get an illegal hold call and take a knee. So I know that that stuff happens, but in a situation like this, where somebody has literally like planted them, I'm like, and more than once, I'm not giving you that, that third chance, brother. I'm not going to risk my kid's safety on, on that note, you know, but I was so surprised. I didn't, I didn't know Bowers was that close with to make the Valley. I did not know that, but I was like, dang, I guess, no love for Elmo on that. Like, I don't know. Maybe Bowers was misinformed, and he was just looking out for the best interests of everybody involved. But it didn't seem that way because Bowers knows all the rules, or maybe he just studies transfer rules. I don't know. Um, so that was that was an interesting match that I saw. So that any other ones? That, that girl was good. I mm -hmm. haven't seen her wrestle much, but that night girl was the one that. I think it might have been the next match or the one after she took it to her. The girl that made the finals. Is that, oh, hang on. Is that the school night? Night? Uh, you're talking about uh, uh, Aaliyah Yates? Yeah, that girl. Yeah. That girl can wrestle. Like, she's an athlete. She's a judo girl. My understanding. That's, that's what I had heard. Because she came, uh, she was on one of the, the, the military duel teams for us. And um, not on my team, I don't think, but she was out there and um, trying to look at. She wrestled Bowman the next round. 
So let me ask you guys a question. We had a situation happen at our section also where <laughs> a kid was getting cradled, right, and was on his back getting pinned and then tapped out and called. God, don't even get me started on that. That's a pin. That's a pin. I'm telling you right now, I was in the city section, dude. I was done, dude. I was so over it, like with those stupid tap outs. There's no rule in the rule book about tap outs. If you tap, you're done. Like the, you must be pinned. Said, the ref apparently said that um, if they tap, he has to stop it. I was like, I don't know because some refs don't like. There is no rule is in no the rule book anywhere. Period. Anywhere. That's what the ref was saying. I That's asked it. Perez this it when I was in the big old, like uproar, and a lot of people were like up in arms about it. And um, and the kid who was getting pinned ended up coming back and pinning Winning. the kid at the yeah. end. So, yeah, that's ridiculous. And, but, and the, hold on, hold on. But the kid, the once it got reversed, that kid tried tapping out, and they didn't, they didn't acknowledge it. it. <laughs> oh, they didn't stop oh, it for that kid. You're out of your that's mind. What, that's what made it more controversial. That's what made it more controversial was near the end, the kid that got cradled in the beginning got a cradle, was pinning that kid, and that kid was trying to tap out. The ref was on the other side. The assistant ref could see the tap. But he didn't say anything. What schools? Oh. Nope. I'm not saying. <laughs> ah, come on. Yeah, this, nope. is, this is informative. What schools were involved? It doesn't matter. We're talking about the top of our role. Not so it, it was Birmingham and San Fernando then. So, right? Oh, one of those teams. Huh. Uh, the other one was Monroe. Um, so... <laughs> No, we don't cradle, dude. Oh, hey, speaking of tapping, I we did have I, I did watch a match, quarters maybe. I think it was the quarters. I'll even say the name. I don't care. Um, Sudal, she had this girl in this funky position. She's funky anyway. Like she had some yeah. like over the leg under. Like it was like a half spladle type thing, and this girl was like it was tight, right? Yeah. The girl tapped, but as she tapped. Like it was like smacking her face because she couldn't breathe. It was like tapping whatever, and it was like bam, 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 like five, six times. Well, the ref calls a pin. They get up, and Sudal just goes bam, like smack her back. <laughs> <laughs> what the five fingers say to the face? <laughs> hey, almost got, almost got thrown out of the tournament for that. Wow! Because the ref didn't. The not? assistant ref that was sitting there at the table talked the other ref out of it because he said. That girl hit her like five times in the face. And she just kind of like one little <laughs> yeah, one little slap yeah. back. But usually that's um, pretty blatant. Like they were it, it, Yeah, it's they always they always they always see always the reaction. Second offender, they right? always see the reaction. They don't oh, see yeah. the offense. They see the reaction. Yeah. So But yeah, yeah, tapping is tapping is tapping is pinning as far as I'm concerned. I agree a thousand percent. One thousand percent. So yeah. I <laughs> so isn't it a little frustrating when you coach girls and you and you coach boys like Jimmy and you Josh obviously coach both but you get the boys brackets instantly yeah as soon as the tournament's yeah. over yeah instantly you know who you got you know yeah. your road yeah, girls side studying them and you don't know nah, anything. <laughs> you go wait well, you go I wait. don't understand why we can't even have like the North does it, and I think Central does it too. They have a, um, it's a formula, right? If you place this at this, you go here. And then you wrestle through it. 
And then they try to separate it a little bit at the boys' southern section masters. You know, they try to keep the one, two, three, and four away from each other, um, ranked in state-wise, uh, or the, not the one, two, three, the highest four away from each other. Because our goal as a section for boys and girls should be to send the most people that have the capability of placing, right? Yeah. That's yeah. our goals as sections. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. We can't figure We can't even figure out how to agree on rankings or seating. So I don't know. Would we take the Southern section rankings or would we take the state rankings, which are completely different, you know, as our section? Yeah, I don't know. It's rough. I feel like oh, there's man. more information, though, in your section rankings. There is a lot more in depth. Yeah. John does a great job. Well, and poor John, I, I talked to John this weekend a lot. I'm sure you did too, but yeah, I don't I'm throw. I don't care. Throw anybody under the bus because uh, he gives them the input and they don't even listen to him. He's yeah. fr he was frustrated, like spending hours and hours on conference calls, and then because he gives you know them, why? I'm going to tell you why. the data and the input, and they don't even listen to him. Like he and he's giving like other sections too because they're all self serving. The whole reason I recommended John when people ask me was because John's so like middle of the road. He's just like, dude, I'm not going to put this, my kid above the overall good. He's going to do what's right. These guys that are on these committees and they say, Oh, well the, the system's going to change next year or whatever. It's like, no, it's not. It's the same guys voting on who's in and who's not, who's out, you know? And it's the same people in there that, and people that I wouldn't trust. I'll tell you right now, it's people I would trust. And then there's people in there too, that didn't even want a girl's team. And now they have a girls team and they don't know anything about the girls side of things. Just that they're forced to have a girls team because they have so many girls and they don't really have the greater good in mind, period. You know, and I mean, Jimmy, you've been in a CD meeting with me for our section. Like I'll put the grid of the section above my team. You know, when they, when, when they were saying, Oh, you can't absorb the qualifications. Um, you know, cause LA city had put this really weird, uh, points that you needed to score, uh, and they didn't give anybody time. They gave it to them the Wednesday before a seating meeting. And I knew we scored all the points. And I asked, hey, can they absorb them if they beat us? Yeah. No. Well, why is that? Nobody's going to show up then because there's no way that you can qualify for state at that point. You yeah. know? But not that I want to be on that committee, but I'm just saying, like, you have a lot of people on that committee that are just scratching each other's back, in my opinion. You know? And that's why they don't look at hard evidence. When John gives them hard evidence... They will put it aside if it goes against their, you know, their plan. You know? Are those nominated uh, positions? Negative. Those people are appointed. And to be honest with you, you got to know somebody to get on. So, so, so it's cronyism. We were talking about the state committee. Well, state committee is even worse. Seating, uh, Southern section committee is just as bad. So, I mean, you know, people who are getting recommended, Josh, how would, how do they get recommended? Somebody on know. the board. They, somebody yeah, on. somebody on the board has to recommend them, but then CIF has to approve it. But CIF isn't but approving anybody. Go. But eight, well, hold on, eight people showed up to the seating meeting. The boys have like fifty on their advisory. Yeah, how many are invited? What? How many are invited? To where? The boys to or the, the girls? Oh, to the girls. None. You can't go. That's close. Exactly. So I don't. You know. I'm, it's the same people, like I said. It's just those people that are in control. If people get really frustrated, they don't know where to direct it, and that's why they don't say anything. That's why these committee members don't want to get on the podcast. They don't want to just talk about it. You know, like, look, I even told them too, like, look, we're not going to have hard questions. If you just want to read out your rankings, 
maybe just say a little bit about why this person's here and move on. We won't even take questions. We just want to hear your rationale behind it. They don't want to say it. You know, you and those people even... Was that you guys want to talk about the, the the new rankings that came out? Let's do it. May as well. Let's see. So, let's pull them up real quick. I just give you a long podcast. I made sure to put on my adult diaper. Let's see here. Okay, so say ranking one hundred one. Should we go through all of them, or you just want to go top four? What do you want to do, Jimmy? Uh whatever. I mean, or spots where we we thought things have changed hey. and. Let me ask you guys, because you guys do it a little different and we don't have anybody else from other. What do you think is for the greater good of the sport to have like Southern section does? And let's just hypothetically qualify eight to eat from each um, regional into masters. Or is it is the better good for the sport only qualify three, maybe four from each regional and then have a smaller tournament and get through it a lot quicker and there's oh. less fluff. Because in my opinion, I'm going to say for the most part, four through eight, if we did place them all the way, four through eight or five for sure through eight is they're going to go 0 and 2, 1 and 2 at, at Masters. What do you think? Mm, I wouldn't say that because my girls made the second day and they didn't go 0 and 2. They you just never know. I think. No. I think. It's but what they place? If you would have wrestled your regional, what would they have placed? That's my question. Mm. Yeah, they probably would have placed higher. Yeah, like the the actually, seven and eight, the, the actually, seven you know and eights all went. They, all, I don't think any seven and eight or eight maybe won more than a match or two the whole time. Yeah. No, we. Um, I think we went three and two because I had two girls that went blood round and did like for it. the promotion of the sport. I think maybe you do get more fans. You get more people excited about, I made it to this point. Just like I agree with, with uh, divisions and state. I think it promotes oh, the growth of the God. sport. Hold on. Go, I think back it, go back to I Minnesota. It, I think it promotes the growth of the sport. So you can go <laughs> back to your school and say, we took third in state, not third in masters. You know, it's a big deal. Yeah, just like they have eight man football, so you can say you're a CIF champ. Get out of here, type nonsense. That's LA. <laughs> That's only LA. Yeah. <laughs> I um no no no. I think I took third well, at I, our master. <laughs> <laughs> um, with three girls. Yeah. Uh, they, uh five. Oh. Oh, would you pull out those two? Yeah, yeah Jasmine Heraldus with a singlet on. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> it's like I said she's overweight. They just called me. Um, no, I think I'm with you, Josh. I mean, I want I want the quality to be higher. That's why I said I, I didn't like that state increased the number of girls that are going to state this year. I don't like it just because the baseline of, of girls wrestling last year, just you could see the jump in the baseline level. I feel like when you add those extra ones, that waters down that baseline. And now you're going to get some that maybe don't look as state worthy as you probably would have had. You know? I would rather see that though than when we saw the number one and two in the same section and the number one girl in the state didn't go. Oh yeah, that was pretty rough, right? But yeah. that's because we took less girls. Now the quality's higher, but you're in a situation where now maybe our section outgrew our one qualifier. But the truth was, you had the number one girl in the state didn't get to wrestle at all. Well, let, let's be honest, though. 
the number three in LA City? Yeah, they're probably the number, the number four in San Diego. They're probably gonna maybe one or two of them do well, but in yeah. most part they won't. I mean, but yeah. I'd rather give them the opportunity or have somebody be able to have a bad seed and then come back and wrestle and win and overcome that seed than being kicked out of the tournament because uh, you know they didn't have all their seeding information or whatever the scenario is. Yeah. And Ramos, you're you're probably right about watering it down that baseline maybe this year. But if you kind of step back and look at the future, you know, for our section, you know, right now our thirds might be a little bit iffy, but you know what? It's going to help us. And I, I believe it's going to help our section grow a lot more. You know, well, maybe, I, I definitely maybe. see the, see the advantage of it because when you had a, a Sarah Moore, you know, not make it, you yeah. know, that's, that's one thing. But when you do have that extra qualifier girl qualifies for state, she does see a value in that, and she does suddenly carry herself differently, maybe approaches practice a little different the next year. Maybe she's a little yeah. bit more of a leader because she's a state qualifier, and she feels like she has to live up to that. And I get that. I, I, I can't argue and, that. And, and then that confidence, that confidence knowing that she was third is for your new girls or your other girls that didn't qualify, when she's in that practice room, she's going to pass it on to them too and see – so it, it's just going to help, I think, like other sections, not just the L.A., but all the other smaller ones, you know, it's going to benefit them having that extra one. Maybe not this year, but maybe maybe in two or three years, you're going to see a difference. That baseline is going to go back up again. Yeah, that's how Ramirez is able to go from two girls to five. Well, no, but but <laughs> I know you guys rag on me on this, but, you know, um, my, my girl that took third, um, she's in her second year. She's a little scrapper. Did you get those three in that you're you're talking about? What's up? Did you get three in? I got four in. Four in. Ooh. I got four with five girls. Eighty percent, son. (laughs) But no. But listen, my I out of out of those five that I had, I I I took six. But out of five that actually like placed, um, four of them are seniors. So I'm only getting one back next year, and that's the girl who took third place. You know, so all of a sudden she's gonna on August she's or this summer she's gonna become the focal point for the team. You know, and I'm gonna look for that leadership and this experience. Whether she does bad or great or just breaks even or wins one match, I'm I'm gonna take that and just try to build on that. You know, and there's a lot of teams out there like me. You know, we don't have a lot of juggernauts like San Fernando and Birmingham and Walnut, you know, and stuff like that, Esperanza. Uh, we don't have a lot of juggernauts like that. But, you know, it's going to help us little guys a little bit, you know, getting that third or that extra qualifier, you know. Um, last podcast that I was on, we talked about it. Remember, I asked, can't the Southern section, you know, kind of like just going back to Josh's point, can't they kind of like figure it out so that they don't have so many and they can streamline it a little bit better? I mean, we talked about that too, but you know, sometimes the status quo is the status quo. Nobody wants to change, especially when it's the old guard still in control. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, it's, uh, you guys make good point. I mean, I get it, you know, and I'm, I'm somebody who will have an opinion, but still do whatever. I mean, you're going to do what you're told either way, right? What do you do? Boycott. Yeah. No, you're not so um, no. so back to the rankings. Yeah, to the rankings. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. All right so, um, did anything change in like, one or is it the same? Let's see here. I don't have 
a side by side to be honest with you. Um, let's see, Christelle uh, Rodriguez from Buchanan, Lizette Rodriguez from James Logan, Sofia Martinez, Michaela Guevara from Amazon, <coughs> Haley, Haley Ward at number five, Chelsea Mendoza at six, Melissa Lee at seven, and Jacqueline Hernandez at eight. Hernandez took, yeah, that's the same, right? Yeah, I might be I looking so. at the old mm-hmm. page. Let me check the new one. Hang on a second. Let me check. Give me a second here. Let me bring up my screen. That's what I have for the new one. The new one? Okay. So, state coaches bands. I have a million people asking me questions about state. And I'm like, dude, it's at the boys now. It's totally different. Not the same at all. <laughs> They're like, what do you mean? Like, what if my coach can, what if one of my coaches is getting there on Wednesday and one of them is getting there on Thursday? I'm like, I'm sure they have something for that. I don't think it's like, you know, you're all there at the same time. I don't think it's well, like that. Not really. You only have a, the night before to pick up your credentials. Generally, at the boys, right, Jimmy? But I mean, there's have, only a, have, there's only a, a set window. They have a check in at six uh, six o'clock on uh, Thursday, according to the schedule. Yeah, they usually they're, they're just kind of hanging out there in that same spot. I think you yeah, because I because I, I checked out the uh, the website. And, uh, yeah, on, yeah. Well, like, I guess the last couple of years they did it differently. Do you remember when they did it with the picture? The picture ID? Yeah, they, no, they used to do the picture on your lanyard. On your pass, yeah. Oh, boys. Okay, so, yeah, so that's the new one. That's, that's the, that's right. Jacqueline Hernandez, did, what did she take at her section? I thought she, they said she took fourth. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, from her Frontier, number eight. Did she take fourth in her section, Josh? Oh, that's central section. Yeah, I think she did. She took fourth, but she's still in there. Well, she qualified. But she did qualify, maybe. but is that fourth there stronger than, say, the you know 101 in Southern? I don't, I don't know. know. Is, is Mendoza on there? Yeah. Mendoza is on there, yes. So you got Cristal first, Mendoza second. No, no, wrong that. Mendoza. That, this Mendoza's six. Yeah. Chelsea. No, no, I'm, I'm saying at their section tournament. Their section. I was oh. thinking. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. I was thinking, yeah, the, the what about in the finals? Not on here. Third place girl's not in here. I don't know. Thumbs up there. Anyhow, um, nothing really crazy there. Uh, Adriana Turner from Davis. Leah Geitz, G- G- Gatlin from Ukaipa. I thought it was Gaitan. Gaitan, it is. Gaitan. As I say, I'm a fan, so I've been watching. Uh, Viviana Garcia from San Fernando at three. Cassidy Doe at four. Justine Barreto at five. Uh, Aramisa Matera from Albany at six. Carmen Perez at seven. Genesis Corte at eight. That's that's pretty low. Did she lose? Dude. Genesis. No, no, other, no she no won it. There. Genesis won it. Genesis won it. So, I just don't know why she's so low. She's a returning fourth placer in state. Did she lose to Viviana Garcia or something? Or? Uh, they, that, a preseason. They, she, uh, it was preseason. I think a freak show. Yeah, that yeah, count. Yeah, yeah, but that right. was right. Yeah, but that's the only. I think that's it. But yeah, but she did she beat uh, Cassidy or Barreto? Mm. I know she's at one eleven all year, so I doubt it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, maybe, maybe Garcia had a, a win over Doe this year. Yeah, a Carter. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that probably moved uh, Vivi up. That probably moved Vivi up, yeah. Yeah, she so, wasn't on the list. She wasn't on the list. Uh, 
like I, I rallied for her on the committee thing up for this thing. And, uh, and then she got bumped out and I was like pissed. And then I started looking some stuff up and then I, I heard, uh, when the, they posted them up, you know, they sent an email, San Fernando sent an email out giving more uh, info on her and then they bumped her up and then I confirmed it. Okay. All right. 111, Jennifer Soto from Orland. Danielle Garcia, second. Jennifer Soto's a freshman, right? Yep. Yeah. I don't understand why she's above Danielle Garcia, though. That's interesting. Danielle Garcia yeah. is a state placer. Two years ago. Two years ago. But Jennifer Soto wasn't even in high school then. Danielle she, Garcia. She hasn't lost anybody in this weight class. No, she hasn't. Soto has. That's yeah. interesting. Michaela Vega from Escalon. Alexis Medina from Northview at uh, four. Samantha Martinez at five. Savannah Kidu at six. Aliyah Rollins at seven. Jaden Wilson at eight. Still think Rollins is too low, my opinion. I mean, if she keeps wrestling the way she's wrestling, it doesn't matter where they put her. Yeah, she's lights out. And I don't see her. In the finals, she looked unbelievable, like lightning fast this weekend. Yeah. And I don't Jimmy was it was it she wrestled Sophia or some or, or Samantha? I don't remember which one she wrestled. Oh, she wrestled uh, Samantha. That's okay. And it's lost the behind year. her. Yeah, it was a, um, it was a close match at Corona. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was. Yeah, um, Samantha wrestled great that match too. She did. She, she had a great really match. good that match. Yeah, really good. Um, but I just don't see. I don't see. Rollins getting in the position, like I said, that Danielle Garcia likes. I don't. I haven't seen Soto wrestle, so I can't speak on that. But I would not be surprised to see her in the finals, to be quite honest with you. Um, 116, Monica Garcia, uh, Desdene Lopez from Folsom, uh, Alicia Navarez from Arroyo. I like Alicia. She's cool people. Um, Charlotte Camusian from Manachi um, at four. Rebecca Down and Norco at five. Juliana Kubius from the Lisa Nagal at 6. Selma Morales from San Fernando at 7. And Heaven Jerez from Westminster at 8. So this so, changed a little bit, huh? It did. Jerez went down to um, to uh, Alisa Nagal and uh, Monica Garcia has shown she is an animal, like we said, and she is number 1 now. Uh, number 121, Ashley Benegas from Mount Whitney. I thought they said she took a loss. Yeah, I thought she lost to Melanie. Yeah. In the mm -hmm. section. That so seems interesting. Let's ask Camino. Oh, hey, Dave. Oh, never mind. You're not here. Oh, he's not here. Jeez. <laughs> My Lord. Um, so that's, that's the information I got. So that's an interesting how uh, she still maintained her one over the two. Who's two? Uh, Melanie, Melanie. Oh. But here's here's the thing though, and I have heard them at some points call this out. They don't consistently do this. If Ashley has multiple wins in the year over an opponent, and then that opponent gets the last one, they uh, will still give her the, the, the higher one. Yeah, if it's more than one and one. That's that's understandable. Yeah. Yeah. So they'll do that. So that might be why. I'm just giving an explanation as to why that might happen. Um then you have Adriana Lopez, Upper Lake, Madison Fonseca from Orland. Evelyn Calhoun from Atherton and Low Atherton. Katie Gomez at six. Samantha Barragon at seven. Uh, Araya Bar uh, Barragon from Imperial at eight. 
Katie Gomez is still the crime of the century at this weight class. I'm oh, pretty sure we have a head-to-head -head against the Menlo African girl. At yeah, Corona. at Corona, yeah. But um, that's you know, fine. In interesting, um, Baragons are cousins. I don't know if you knew that or not. Both of them? Yeah, the, the seven and eight. Oh, wow. Or six, whatever. Six and six seven, and seven and eight. Seven and eight. Oh, they spelled it wrong, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, double R's. So, yeah, there's that. Uh, 126, Cindy Zapeta from Palm Springs, Kelly Escamilla from Cal, Mia Olmos from uh, Abraham Lincoln, Emily Say from Oakridge, Natalie Uribus from Albany, Naya Gaines from Bear Creek, Chantel Copel from Las Pumas, and Cindy Palayo from East Bakersfield. Josh, did you hear something about Uribus? Is that the one we heard about? Yeah, um, where's she from? Albany. Albany. Natalia, sorry, Natalia. Where is this? I hear that. Yeah, I heard something, but now I'm drawing a blank. What? Is it that she didn't make it? Yeah, uh, I thought she didn't get out of the section, but maybe I'm thinking of somebody else. I'm trying to go back right now as we're, as we're speaking and try to find that message. I could have swore I read that yesterday. But you freaking pricks were blowing up my phone while I'm trying to drive home. I'm like, good lord. <laughs> Cepeda jumped from seven from the last ones. Hey, one. you shut your mouth, son. You better apologize right now. That girl will get on top of you. And, <laughs> She's mean. Uh, she, dude, nobody rides Nile Jernigan, and that girl we could not get away from. Yeah. If you choose down on her, you're a bad coach. <laughs> Duly noted. I, I did not. I did not. <laughs> on her own. <laughs> She's. Because she gets out on like everybody, like she's uh, honestly like ninety percent plus get out of the bottom girl. That girl was the one percent, dude. I'll tell you that right now. You're Trump, asking to get Trump, turned if you choose Trump, down. Trump, Trump would love Cindy Zapata because she is the one percent, dude. I'm telling you right now, she's amazing on top. She is so strong, and the thing is too is with her, she doesn't even have to be clean with her technique. If that girl gets a hair of a freckle on your leg, she's not letting go of that leg. I'm telling you right now, I don't know how that girl makes weight because that girl is jacked. So, yeah, she's she's not like kind and nice with it either. No, she rides that thing rough. So, yeah, I feel sorry for her children when she has them one day because that lady's got heavy hands. <coughs> so, um, they don't worry about the chancla in that house, I'll tell you right now. Um, let's see here. So, Cindy's a paid up Palm Springs one, Casmia. Mia Almost, Emily Say, Natalia Uribas, Naya Gaines from Bear Creek, Chantel Copel from Las Pumas, Cindy Plow, East Bakersfield. That's 126. Any, anybody there? You guys stitch it in? Anything else? No? Okay, good. 131. Anybody want to guess who number one is? Uh, probably. I didn't Bowman. have one. Mary Lopez. And Bowman, number one. Mary Lopez, number two. Let's see. What is this? Okay, there we go. Um, Anna Smith from Menlo Atherton, three. Athena Wilden at four. What did Wilden take at, at our section? Was she in the finals? And what school is she from? Wilden is Oak Hills. Oak Hills. I don't think she was in the finals. Let me look. I'm pretty sure she was. I, I think she was. She took a loss. Let's see. 131. Yeah, she lost to Yates, I think. Yeah. 
think I saw that. They don't have Yates ranked, but they don't have Yates ranked. Yates is seventh. How is she below? I don't think they've wrestled that many times. They might have, but I don't think they've wrestled that many times. I think Yates should be up there. I'm a Yates fan. And ready? Actually, no, she lost to Bowman. So, yeah. So, while them lost to Bowman, Yates beat the Temecula girl 7 0. Also, they didn't wrestle. Yeah, they didn't wrestle. Well, understandable. Okay. Explain that one to you pretty quick. All right. 37s. Oh, sorry, I didn't. Did I finish that one up? A wild yeah, you did. Phoenicia Pruitt, Michaela Contreras from El Camino, Aliyah Yates, and Samantha Larios at number eight. That is a rough eight. Um, 137. Anya Drury from Westminster, Dahlia Garibay from Freedom, Joanna Kui from Albany, Sophie Muse from CK McClatchy, McClatchy. Uh, Falia Martinez from Oakdale, Lauren McDonald from Menlo Atherton, Annie Huey Hua from Fremont, uh, Taya Basped from McNair, 137. No, nothing there, guys, huh? Here we go. 43, Gianna Anaya San Fernando, 1, Francesca Laposti from Albany at 2, Lily Fritas, number 3. Moment of silence, fellas. That's just that's crying. That's a shame. Julian, because she's just gonna she's gonna bust that bracket wide open, and then you're gonna get to see her. Depending on where she sits, you'll see. I mean, it, and if they depending on how many they seed, you know that could be really bad for the bracket because she is really good. If um, they only do two, that's gonna be a crime. Yeah, uh, Juliana uh, Ricarello. Ricarello. From Beaumont, she won the South. Sierra Rivera from uh, Victor Valley at five. Uh, Marion Perez from Ridgeview at six. Tiffany Calderon from Birmingham at seven. Uh, Macy Lockie, Lockery from Del Oro at eight. Did you guys wrestle anybody above you, Jimmy? Uh, no, we were at 50s all year. She ah, just went down. That's another thing, too. Palm Springs went up when everybody went down. It's kind of crazy. <clears throat> Their team shifted up. So, uh, 150, uh, Ahmet Elor from College Park at one, Maddie Kaponik from uh, La Costa Canyon at two, Alyssa Arana at three, Michelle Commission from River City at four, Beyonce Garcia from James Logan at five, Melanie Bacher from Norte Vista at six, Char Charini Don Donis from South Bakersfield at seven, Hannah Riccoli from El Molino at eight. So here's a question. So say somebody's ranked, right? And you had a head to head against somebody ranked and you jumped ahead of them. Now that person who you had the head to head against, which got you in that position is now out. Do you stay in that position or do you drop as well? Mm. Hang on. Let me uh, phrase I think that again, that's what please. happened here. Phrase that again, please. So say, somebody's ranked like four uh -huh. and you beat them head to head. So you jump ahead of them, right? Head to yeah. head. But then the fourth ranked person is now no longer ranked because they lost a bunch. Now you, do you stay ahead of, do you stay in the same spot or do you drop mm -hmm. as well? Well, I think people wrestle better at certain parts of the year just because they dropped off. They could have an injury. They could have an illness. They could throw a horn. They could do a lot of things. 
I don't think it should necessarily hurt you if you beat them when they were ranked higher. You beat a higher ranked person. Yeah, usually you stay. Once you're in the rankings, you stay there, and it's a little harder to drop out. It's very hard for them to say, like, oh, somebody else's wrestling somehow waters down your wrestling. You well, know? I know in the boys' ranking sometimes, because it's happened to us before, where uh, we beat someone and we jump ahead of them, and then the person we beat lost. Drops. They dropped, yeah. and then we dropped with them. And I was like, why did we drop when... We, we did beat them, but I guess our only claim to fame was beating that one person. So. Oh, you didn't have the resume behind it? That they yeah, could... you didn't beat anybody else. That's yeah. right. So why would we? So it's like sometimes I think it's weird that a head-to-head will jump like three people that you haven't wrestled who are also good. But yeah. you beat the right one, you go to the top. Well, let me ask you to do that. They used to do that with college football, and they do that with like college basketball, the strength of schedule. You know, you beat them. They're, they're one of the top programs, and then they fall off, and then that waters down your ranking, and then you start dropping. Yeah. But they, should, they shouldn't do it, Jimmy. You should like, you got the win. You should stay there because you beat them when they were at that top or that ranking at that time. And, you know, you got no control what they do afterwards. Yeah. Let me ask you guys this. Why am Met at one, but not Frida set higher than she is? Or Katie. Yeah, or Katie. But Sodo and Ami are number one. Yeah, why is that? Because they're from the north. I don't know. <laughs> Did I say that out loud? <laughs> I don't know. Are they from the north? Yeah. Oh. Somewhere up there. They're north of us. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's just That seems interesting to me. Why those two, but not those <coughs> Both undefeated. Both, I don't know. That seems very odd to me. I mean, I mean, the only thing I can think of is that there's more state placers, but... In Soto's case, there are state placers that are ranked behind her. And Soto's lost a non-state placer. Yeah, I don't know. So, that's very interesting. Again, not knocking a kid, just questioning the method. Uh, 160. Katya Osteen from Chaminade. Jersey Estrada from Birmingham. Yelena McEwood from Bella Vista. Ariana Pereira from Newark Memorial. Uh... Abby Erickson from Menlo Atherton, Tia Barfield from Bishop, Alex uh, Garcia at eight. You skipped five? Oh, what? Did I? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Shamir Cooper at five. Uh, your band, your band, uh, mate. My trumpet player. We call her Tootie. We call her Tootie. <laughs> uh, yeah. She, uh, she had an interesting tournament this weekend. So. Anyhow, um, that could be an interesting final if the one and two meet. Yeah. Oh yeah. Be. I know there was some some pretty good action this weekend at that weight class. So, uh, one seventy, Adelina Parra from San Fernando at one, Miliana Vergara from Gregory at two, Alia Abushi at three, America Lopez from Valencia at four, Bowan Duncan from Clovis at five, Jessica Gutierrez MLK at six. Amara, Amara Derricks at seven from Corona and Sophia Sophie Rivera from Mayfair at eight. Um Derricks dropped a lot just for taking that one loss, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy, let me ask you this. What's Ooh. Jersey walking around at? 162, 163. Was there a consideration for her to go 70? Uh I would have liked her to do that, but um, if we weren't going to go 43 um, or 50, you know, I'd, if we're going to go up, I'd rather have gone all the way up. But 
Yeah. I mean, I had this question last week, but I did want to ask it and have Safranato think I'm trying to like help you position. Now that everybody's like set no, in stone, I, it's just I, a question. I, I definitely have thought about it, but um, the problem. I mean, was, do you do you think do you think Lena Para is a more difficult matchup over Katya? I I don't even know if Lena and Katya have ever wrestled, to be honest. But I was just yeah, curious. they've wrestled like a hundred times. I mean, they grew up together. I know that. So yeah, when they're kids, and they're, they're always one point matches. So it's yeah, they're tight. But um, uh, yeah, I mean, I like the matchup better. It's just the fact that. I don't think she feels comfortable giving up that much weight. And as it was, she was a little nervous about going 160 with everybody being so strong because her philosophy has always been to cut the weight and be bigger instead of, you know, lift and get stronger. So yeah. uh, this is the first time she's not actually cutting a ton of weight. And she, I think, thinks that she's going to do better with the, you know, a healthy mind and a... Um, you know, harder work ethic. And mm -hmm. uh, I've seen a big difference in her already. I mean, when she's not cutting the weight, she's she's a lot happier. She's working a lot harder. So, you know, at the end of the day, I'm we want her to do the best she can. And if cutting weight is the thing that's stopping her, then forget it, you know, especially if you're as good as she is. Yeah, no, for sure. And yeah, and I, I could see that concern because Katya is freaking strong. Yeah, she's worried my about, got she's worried about it. You know, and yeah, my I girl mean, got to wrestle this weekend, and I was just like, my God. My girl is just like a big girl naturally. We, yeah. we don't lift weights. I think you can tell she just lifts her trumpet. Um, but Katya looked like yeah. the Viking that you always think she is, and I was yeah. like, my Lord. <laughs> so yeah. that was that was interesting for sure. So I was just curious. I just didn't know. What, yeah, what I mentioned it to her. She did not like the idea. She's like, I'm not giving up that much weight. Those girls are huge. Yeah. But I was like, sometimes they're easier, though, you know? Yeah, they move a little slower, you know? And yeah. Yeah, so. 189. Floche Akinola. Menlo Atherton. Madeline Navarro. From, uh, she's kind of been on the cusp for a couple years now, right? Well, she got second last year. Yeah, second last year. She ran to Diamond the year before that. Um... Yeah, I think she's, like I said, she's been coming for a while. Yeah. Uh, Madeline Navarro from El Camino. Joanna Hendricks from Beaumont. Who is the real deal? I'll be honest with you. That girl's big and she's strong and she's really hard to move. Uh, Lauren Morales from Wanda, also another tough one. Uh, Angela Buenostro from Monroe at five. Uh, Melissa Moreno from Beckman at six. Cynthia Siana Riley from San Dimas at seven. And... Arcelli Rendon from Eureka at eight. So, good job there. Wait, two, no. Three, five. Oh, there's two eights. Did you see that? There's two eights? No, I only see one eight. Jasmine Clark's on there with an asterisk. Eight says eight also. Why did they put that? What does that even mean? I don't know. I don't know because I guess she lost to the Eureka girl at the section. So, instead of making a nine, you just have two eights? <laughs> That seems interesting. But she is like, maybe she just had one bad match, though. I mean, there goes the question again. Like, does one yeah. head to head completely knock you out when you got fourth in state last year? Yeah. Um, she's real tough. I mean, I don't know if I would not seat her. Yeah. So, lost, but, yeah. you know, you could also ask yourself, too, who knows what, what was going on in the match? Was she winning and they got caught? Like, 
And if that situation happens, it's like she's still lost, but do you knock her out of the seatings? Yeah. So honorable mention? That's what it looks like. That's the one-way class with honorable mention? Jeez, <laughs> that does not make you feel like maybe there's some, I don't know, some kind of, I don't know. Bias? I didn't want to say that. Uh, but, okay, since you brought it up. No, they're not going to see me for a couple of years. But yeah. <laughs> so, uh, interesting. I mean, that's the one. Okay. Uh, 235, Tavi Heidelberg from McClatchy. Christina Santoyo from Monroe at two. Sierra Adams Gregory at three. Uh, Tagavali Valafali from Pacheco. Liliana McCoy from Casa Grande. Sierra Boyd from San Dimas. And Maya Franco from Santa Ana at number eight. Uh, anybody there? Had an interesting exchange with Sierra Gregory Adams' dad at the end of the tournament, at the end of a match, court semifinal match yesterday. Interesting. I got love for Lakewood's program, I'll tell you that, but I got no love in return from that yesterday. It was interesting. Um, aside from that, though, everything looks pretty good on the up and up. You guys got anything? No. Alrighty. Anybody want to predict uh, who wins the state title? Team wins. Yeah. How many? How many did uh, Corona qualify? Give me a second. Not as many as you think. I think they like qualify like four, maybe five. Okay, here I got it. Walnut qualified five, Northview four, Corona four, San Dimas three, Paloma Valley two. I'm going to go out and say Birmingham has a good shot. Probably the best shot, depending unless San Fernando gets some really favorable draws. Well, it looks like they got a bunch seated, so it looks well, like they good spots. Seating but and draws depends on... Three yeah, champs. Three champs over, what, two top two girls? Top, yeah. You also yeah. got Fridas, too, to worry about. That's what I'm saying, yeah. That's how I'm like, ooh, that's that's well, We got Katya to worry about also, so. Yeah. So, hmm. Yeah, but you have, like, one through six to worry about at Katie's weight, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He seems real concerned. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, really? Yeah, well, I guess I, so. Actually, I, I think uh, Adriana Lopez is the best one at that weight. That's yeah. just my, my uh, after seeing her wrestle for a bunch of years, I think she's really good. Yeah. I don't know why she's at third, but she's the one I would look out for. Hmm. To give Katie a good match anyway. See here. Well, Josh, who do you got? I uh, I think I'm gonna go with Birmingham. I don't know the northern section of teams and how many they're qualifying and all that very well, but I'm 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 gonna think Birmingham probably has the horsepower with enough high enough placers to to walk away with it. Yeah, a question for you though, like this is off the wall. How do you guys get like 
somebody got like 300 and something points at your girls section. Are you running like 64 man brackets with a bunch of buys and carry all those points up or what, how do you get 300 something points? Uh, they're wrestling every match twice. So they're scoring those twice. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. A lot of pins, I guess. I don't, I don't know how it all works. I know, but it's like mathematically impossible. You only get right two to win two to uh, like, two and a half to advance and then like you get an extra two bonus like unless you're running a 64 man bracket and you're getting that many bonus points i mean you get 16 in the semis for yeah like the mathematically it doesn't work out to get 300 points i'm just curious i don't know, I don't know how it worked either i mean i know that our boys um scored less points than the girls but we had 16 man bracket for the boys um and because uh, we had qualified from all the different regions, but for the girls, they weren't as big as the boys' brackets. Right. So, that, w- that yeah, it's interesting. I don't know how the boys didn't score as much, but maybe they didn't pin as many times. Um, but we did have a lot of pins in the both, so I don't know. I don't know how that all works out. Yeah, the, the whole, Jimmy, the whole scoring thing is, is really weird, because I saw that too. Yeah. You know, I broke 100 for the first time ever, you know, but also the other thing too is the the MVP man that that's what pissed me off man because all the girls all the girls that were in the finals had like three wins if they won their final basically Christina Santoya was the only one that wrestled four times in the tournament she got three pins and then won a decision in the finals and what and couldn't win the MVP. Because they went off of pins, and then they went off of time. Yeah, time. Like, Katie wanted a recount, but then I actually counted the minutes, and she lost. Because she did have a 12-second pin, but she had one pin that took her a minute 59. I think I saw I saw, the, I saw her the 12-second pin, and I think Alyssa or Arana, too, she took a 12-second or 15-second, something like that pin they as were well. all, like, in the 20s, I think, but it's still pretty good. Yeah, well, that's where, where Christina Spins were at, and she was leading going into the finals, and then, you know, Alyssa won, like, in a minute and stuff like that, and I think that's what gave her the bump, but I was yeah. I was kind of upset because I was going, really, you know? Okay, fine, pins, pins. You know, if everybody has equal pins, you know, the heavyweights, we always get a buy. You know, Christina's been getting buys in the first round, and then this year, you know, we're like, oh, shoot, she gets a match right off the bat. First day, she wrestles twice. I've never been a fan of the pin MVP thing because yeah. it's supposed to be outstanding wrestler. But I think if you text somebody, that's more outstanding than getting a 12 second pin in a week wait, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's what I was saying. You know, it's like, it, it was just upsetting to me. I was quiet. I just, I just like, no matter what we do, you know, I'm fighting as a little guy trying to, you know, make my name. And Welcome to my world, bitch. <laughs> how many, how many <laughs> finalists did you guys have, Jimmy? Eight. Or champs. Let's just say champs. Um, champs. Uh, four. He said nine because that's how good of a coach he is. Let me see. <laughs> um, we won 11, 21. Um, how many qualifiers? A nine. And San Fernando has 13. And how many points did you guys get? Uh, I think we scored 219 points. No, something. something like okay. Yeah, something like 219. Because the way we score it, if you would have gotten 
like you had like 36 points to pin all the way through right for us so you would have had like 270 points if all nine of your girls pinned all the way through pin all the way through i just was curious how it ran but i don't know who runs it track tmi or no some the tournament tur- bracket software the wrestling tourney.com oh the same one that does napa it's awesome State of the art. Um, Are we going to get together up there at state and try to do something? Or we can if you want going into the finals, maybe maybe medal rounds. Yeah, because that'll be like blood round day, anyways. So I'm I'm down Friday night. On one condition, you guys all have a couple in you before we get on. Well, loosen you up a little bit. That'll be yeah. hard for me. I don't. Drink. I got a coach. Yeah, I don't drink either. Never have. Oh, we had okay. So I I looked it up. We had two hundred and thirty-seven points. Pretty close to that two hundred seventy max you said was possible. <laughs> no, but but <laughs> they had they had three hundred. Yeah, six, right. Yeah. So, so they had a lot of points, and Moreau had one hundred and two points. Right, the hundred. Hmm. Oh, hey. Yeah, building, still building. Yeah, I don't know how right. that how that worked. I mean, our boys had like two hundred and seventy nine points, something like that. All right. And second, one hundred ninety. And you guys got anything else for us? That's probably our longest podcast ever. All right. Where's the coach's social on uh <laughs> on Wednesday? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm driving back. That's it. So, but, um, Marriott? Is that what I heard? Is that where you're staying? No, I'm at the Hampton Inn on the east side. Ah. The east side. <laughs> he likes to get a deal. He's Bakersfield. Well, we'll talk about it and we'll text. Everybody yeah. else good? Yeah, good luck well, to everybody. Good job, yeah, Jimmy. Yeah. Like I said, I texted Jimmy earlier today. I said, congratulations on the boys. Good luck. All that stuff. Josh, good luck. Well, Cerritos, good luck. Everybody else has been on the podcast. Good luck. Yeah. yeah. We had some really cool people come up and at the, I had a, I had a banner made for the podcast and uh, I put it up at the, on our, on our tent that we weren't at the whole time. Um, but yeah, people came up and were like, yeah, I like the podcast. Like, you know, thanks for the love. Talk to guy Tan's dad and heard they were super, super cool. So, um, yeah, they were, they were awesome. They were happy that we show them love. Yeah. But, Bar- uh, Barrigan's dad talked to me about it too. He, he, he drives a lot and he said, it's awesome. He just puts it on and lessons. Nice. All right. Just going to motivate me to make sure I keep these up to date on the, on the, uh, Google and uh, iTunes, yeah. So, but anyhow, all right, everybody, that's it for today. Good luck, everybody, this weekend. We'll talk to you guys soon. Later, fellas. See you.